0: Are you ready to jump into some true crime docs, crime thrillers, and more? Check out our website for an extensive list of our favorite movies and shows at thesirenspodcast.com slash what we watch, and find our favorite true crime and thriller books and authors, some covered on the show, at the sirenspodcast.com/slash author alley. You can even find special deals for Amazon Music, Audible, Discovery Plus, Paramount Plus, Showtime, and even Grubhub. If you're looking to jump in immediately, check out our pinned Facebook post for some streaming service free trials on us.
1: Welcome. The 20 Minute Missing and Murdered where we share a true crime in under 20 minutes. In these segments, we will be sharing information on missing people and cold cases. This podcast contains explicit content, so listener discretion is advised. The opinions expressed on this podcast are solely the views of the hosts and do not reflect the views of affiliates, associates, or sponsors of this podcast. And now, here's your siren, Raven Rollins.
0: Arlington Texas 1996 January 13th Amber Hagerman and her f- then five-year-old brother Ricky left their grandmother's house on their bikes at 3:10 p.m. it was a Saturday afternoon and Donna Williams Amber's mother had told the pair they could ride their bikes but to stick to riding around the block this was according to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children Williams, who is a single mother, had recently been interviewed for a segment on Dallas News Station, which was profiling families who had successfully gotten off of welfare, and according to reports at the time, the segment, which included footage of Amber, was scheduled to run days after she vanished. As Amber and Ricky rode a, quote, cool ramp in the parking lot of an empty Winn-Dixie two-tenths of a mile from home beckoned them ricky remembering what they'd been told soon headed back home minutes later a 78 year old man who lived down the street witnessed a terrible sight through the chain link fence that separated his backyard from the rear of the strip mall where the store was located the witness jimmy keville old CBS Dallas Fort Worth about the experience in 2016, which was the 20th anniversary of the abduction. He said, quote, I saw Amber riding up and down. She was by herself and I saw this black pickup. He pulled up, jumped out and grabbed her. When she screamed, I figured the police ought to know about it, so I called them, end quote. Amber also tried to kick the man as he forced her into the truck. Kevill, who was a U.S. Navy veteran and former sheriff's deputy, told police that as he hurried into the house to call 911, he saw the kidnapper pull out of the parking lot and head west on Abrams Street. He described Amber's abductor as a white or Hispanic man in his 20s or 30s, under six feet tall, and with a medium build and brown or black hair. His truck, a single cab pickup, was in good condition and was solid black with no chrome or stripping. Police had then said that the truck was believed to be a 1980s or 1990s full-sized fleet side pickup with a short wheelbase and a non-sliding clear rear window. When Ricky returned to the grandmother's home alone a few minutes after he and his sister had left, family members immediately went looking for Amber. All they found was Amber's pink and white bicycle, which she had received for Christmas less than a month before. Police officers had already arrived at the Winn-Dixie in response to Kevell's 911 call. At the time, the search for the missing girl was stymied by the lack of witnesses coming forward. There was a laundromat next to the Winn-Dixie in 1996, but detectives believe that potential witnesses may have been afraid to speak out of fear of deportation. The parking lot where Amber vanished is today a home to a Mexican meat market, as well as an insurance office, a title loan business, and a dental office police officials said that the department had no interest in the immigration status of any witnesses who would come forward. In the days after Amber's abduction, more than 50 police officers and FBI agents worked to bring the third grader home to her family. Their hopes were dashed when the girl's naked body was spotted near a drainage culvert in a creek bed behind an apartment complex. Police said at the time that maintenance workers at the apartment complex had been near the creek where Amber was found just hours before the grim discovery, and her body was not there. The Times reported that a rainstorm caused a rapid rise in the creek waters, which may have carried her body to where it was found. Authorities believe that Amber was kept alive for at least two days after she was abducted. When she was found, she was not wearing any clothing. And her throat had been slit. More than 7,000. That's how many leads Arlington detectives had investigated in more than two decades since Amber was slain. None of them have led to an arrest in the Girl Scouts death. Despite the lack of a conclusion on her own case, Amber had been a monumental impact on the cases of other missing children throughout the Amber Alert system. Yes, amber is where the amber alert system came from diane simone watched on the television as amber's parents lived through basically their worst nightmare she said that she wanted to help search for amber but didn't know what to look for even though someone had witnessed the abduction simone then came up with an idea an alert system similar to the weather and civil defense alert systems already in existence. Her idea was established as the America's Missing Broadcast Emergency Response Alert System, better known as the Amber Alert, in Amber Hagerman's honor. So now, when a child is abducted, law enforcement sends an alert to radio and television stations, lottery systems, and the Department of Transportation and the NCMEC. The center sends the alerts to a wider audience as well. I know you and I both get text alerts. In the aftermath of Amber's 1996 killing, broadcasters in the Dallas-Fort Worth area partnered with law enforcement to develop the system, and in 1998, an eight-week-old Arlington infant, Ray Lee Bradbury, became the first child rescued as a result of an Amber Alert. Bradbury, who had been kidnapped by her babysitter, was found 90 minutes after the alert went out. In 2017, an 18-year-old Bradbury started college at the University of Texas in Austin. At least 1,029 missing children have been recovered in the U.S. as a direct result of the AMBER Alert system. Amber's case, however, is still unsolved. Anyone with information on the abduction and murder of Amber Hagerman is asked to call Arlington Police Detectives at 817-575-8823.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of 20-Minute Missing and Murdered. All suspects are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Join us next time on The Sirens Podcast. Do we have an outro? That's our outro, isn't it?